News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, Gardaí have confirmed they will be conducting a full-scale review into the murder of Sophie Toscan de Plantier 26 years this December since the French television producer was killed outside her holiday home in Skull in County Cork. Ralph Regal, Southern correspondent with the Irish Independent, has written extensively about this. Um, this review kind of came out of the blue last night, Ralph. It did. I mean, I think the announcement um, was a surprise, the timing of it. It certainly is significant. But being honest with you, it, it, the fact that there's going to be a re- review really shouldn't shock anybody because this has been coming down the tracks really for about the last 12 months. And the family of Sophie Toscan de Plantier have, have repeatedly signaled that they are in favour of anything which would push the Garda investigation forward that might lead to new um, developments in it. Uh, Ian Bailey, who of course has been the focus of multiple extradition attempts by the French he actually wrote um, last year several times. He wrote both to the Garda Commissioner, to the Taoiseach and to the Minister for Justice asking for this kind of review to take place. Now, his argument is that he believes the review will exonerate him, whereas from the French point of view and particularly the, the, the Plantier's point of view, family's point of view, they believe that there have been enough developments in terms of forensic technology and certainly in terms of new information which has come forward in the last 12 to 18 months, particularly since two high-profile documentaries on the case were released, that should benefit uh, the Guard investigation from, from, from a look back. But do we know how long this review is going to take? What, what extra information they have been able to gather? Uh, well, it'll certainly take some time, Jonathan. I mean, this is a pretty substantial file. I think it's interesting to note that this is not the first review of the case. In actual fact, it, it ranks as the third um, since the, the, the murder on December the 23rd, 1996. And there was also a major internal review of the handling of the case by the Gardaí that was conducted by Assistant Commissioner Ray McAndrew. And that review has never been published. So I think what they're going to do is there have been a number of contacts from people with potentially new information, particularly since those two documentaries were released. And the Gardaí have interviewed some people. Um, and they're going to look very carefully, I think, at whether some of the, the evidence that's still in storage um, in a Garda station in West Cork, whether that material would benefit from being subjected to new forensic tests. There have been a number of DNA tests developed, particularly over the last five to eight years, which they believe could potentially yield new clues. But again, that's going to be very much a decision for the, the, the callback and of mm. the, the cold review team in terms of what might be beneficial and what might not. Uh, finally, Ralph, uh, the family of Sophie Toscan de Plantier not overly enamoured with the extra coverage from some of the documentaries that you referenced there. Have they given any reaction to this Garda review? Uh, we're still waiting for a formal response, but we know certainly privately that they're very pleased that there is this cold case review. I mean, they've been really arguing for that for a number of different years. I mean, it's a, it's a substantial Garda case file. We're talking between four and 5,000 pages of documents. Um, we're talking about all of the original evidential material is still in storage. And they're hoping that some of the new material that has come to light, particularly in terms of the crucial timeline involved in this and the timeline that pertains to some of the key witnesses, that that might lead to the breakthrough that they've been waiting for. Of course, the Director of Public Prosecutions examined the Garda case file between 2000 and 2001 and came to the decision that it didn't warrant any further action. So they're hoping there might be a change in that regard. 
Ralph Regal, Southern Correspondent with the Irish Independent, author uh, of A Dream of Death, uh, a book on the murder of Sophie Toscan de Plantier. Thank you very much for joining us. Solicitor for Ian Bailey, Frank Bottomer, is also on the line. Frank Bottomer, good morning. Good morning, Jonathan. What's your reaction to this full-scale review of the murder investigation? I think it's a very positive development, Jonathan. Uh, I think that if there's commitment on the part of Angarda Siakona to do what they describe or that they intend to do, uh, it could be uh, what's certainly the most interesting. Uh, the, the, the purpose of it, obviously, ultimately must be to identify a suspect, a proper suspect, with a view to prosecution. If that were to be achieved, I'm sure it would come as a great relief to the family of Madame Toscan de Plantier. I know from having spoken to Ian Bailey, who has advocated for a review, that it would come as a great relief to him. Um, what do you think is is the likely course of action here? Because the Gardaí are looking at very cold evidence, uh, to, to borrow that phrase from television. Um, I mean, how confident could you be, given your knowledge of, of criminal law, uh, that a, a successful conclusion can be brought to this case after such a long passage of time? I would agree that it would seem as if the chances of identifying a meaningful suspect are slim. Uh, as you say, the the event is now 25 years, 26 years ago at this stage. The uh, initial, if you like, police work, the investigative activity had a lot of question marks hanging over it. Um, so yes, there will be difficulties in relation to it. Again, there are questions as to how it might be resourced, what its focus will be. Yeah, it's a massive undertaking. I do have knowledge in relation to what looks like the police file, the investigative stuff that was done. So I do imagine that there will be quite an amount of uh, research, review. A lot of resources would be needed. Uh, it seems to me as if modern techniques could be brought to bear, DNA, forensics, matters of that kind. However, there was a, uh, there was a dearth of that material at the outset so I'm not quite sure how they would go about achieving tasks at that level. But it has not, you know, it has, it has happened that there have been successful outcomes from reviews of this kind. So hopefully uh, there will be success in this case. Um, your client, Mr. Bailey, he, he has been um, mentioned um, throughout uh, this investigation, throughout the last uh, 20-odd years. Um, um, he was never charged with the crime. Um, he was uh, the, the self-professed lead suspect, um, but of course a free man today and never ever charged in connection with this. Will he cooperate with this given his history with this investigation? He certainly will. He has, uh, I've spoken to him yesterday as I say, he has asked for this to be carried out. He has written to the commissioner on some number of occasions in relation to this. He has now received a positive response. He has said to me that he is looking forward to cooperating with this uh, inquiry, to the extent, by the way, that he may need to cooperate. But my own view is that he, he has his status as a suspect has long since not been in the case. It's also interesting that uh, he was, in his absence, convicted of this offence in France, which was you know, something of a remarkable turn of events. And of course, the reality is 
that now that the Irish police have confirmed that this investigation is to be carried out, or this review rather, it is further confirmation of the lack of validity of the conviction which was recorded against him in France. Mm. In other words, if we as a nation were to have accepted the conviction that occurred against him in France, this would not, of course, be happening. So that is a further source of relief to Mr. Bailey. Mm. And Mr. Bailey believes that he has nothing to fear from this investigation. That conviction in France obviously brought um, attention to him again um, uh, as somebody who may have had an involvement. He denies that. But you believe he has nothing to fear. Does he believe he has nothing to fear? Oh, absolutely. A properly conducted review of this will no doubt determine, as has been the case throughout on repeated reviews, that he never had a case to answer. When that wasn't the case at the outset, at the very beginning, it was the case in relation to a number of subsequent internal Garda reviews. It was the case at all stages in the office of the DPP. So absolutely, he'd like to contribute such as he can in any way to this inquiry, as should anybody else. Okay, Frank Bottomer, solicitor for Ian Bailey. Thank you very much for speaking to News Talk Breakfast this morning. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.